It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. The game. 
Good evening and welcome to the Scoop on Global Drive Radio, this Global Drive Network, excuse me. This is Winford Burns II, and we are here for another great show tonight. We are celebrating mothers um, this Sunday. For those of y'all who forgot, it's Mother's Day. So, um, you still got time to do something, but tonight we want to honor and celebrate um, the mothers. So real quick before we jump into this show, because of course we got a jam-packed um, show tonight. We still got to talk about news because we got a whole lot going on. Um, of course, we've got the Scoop Nation Hot Topic. We've got Miss um, Cicely Victoria, so we're going to have passion, passion moments tonight. And, uh, of course, we got new music with Big Rob Clay. So we got a lot to do tonight, um, not to mention, like I said, Celebrate Mother. So let me say what's up to my people real quick, and then we're going to go ahead and jump into this show. Uh, so what's going on, Miss Kelly Johnson from Curvy Kitten. Hey. <laughs> what up? I'm good. How are y'all? Good, good, good. Good. Good to have you in the house tonight. Good to have you in the house tonight. So, of course, we also got Ms. Shaquille Willis from Elegance by Design. What's up, Q? How you doing? Hey, hey. I am well. Doing well. I got to love on Mika today, so I'm doing real well. <laughs> I got the, I got the watch, so I'm I'm happy. Yeah, yep, you did actually. <laughs> <laughs> Your day has been made as well. Glad I could my do day, that for my, you. My day, my week we has been you. made. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, what's up, cousin, Mr. Rashad Ray Chan Chandler? What's up, my bro? My what in the world? Oh, there he is. Okay. Sorry. What up? What's happening? My phone. How's it going? Good. Is everybody doing Good, fine man. this evening? Are you yes, chilling? Yes, we are. Fine, sir. How are you feeling, man? You doing all right? Doing all right? Hey, man, I'm chilling. I'm doing well. All right, cool, cool. All right, well, we gonna, uh, we got a good show tonight. Y'all ready for talk about mothers and and all that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. All right, well, let's go ahead and find out before we do that. Let's jump. Excuse me, into the, into um, the news. So, cousin, what we got? Well, our news is brought to us by Nuvo Exposure, which is a Christian lifestyle magazine inspiring women to be bold believers, bold dreamers, and bold achievers. You can catch the latest issue of Nuvo. I said Nuvo. Move it fast, boy. Exposure magazine is available for you ready today. Our cover story features adventure and Monique. Cotton Gray, and there are feature articles on Shanta Atkins, Alika Thrash, and more. So go ahead, check that out, you guys. We have that online for you. We also are on Facebook with that one. Um, I believe, isn't that Twitter and everything else too, Winford, or no? Yes, sir. All right. So all your social media networks, Nouveau Exposure Magazine. So the news that caught me was... uh, the young man and the slamming of the lady and the pool and it it was a lot going on in that but I will say in that bit of news I believe that young boy was being very ignorant mm-hmm. um, out of line so there was a pool party and I'm thumbing through to see if this lady really works there, but it doesn't seem like she worked there. She seemed to be more like a um, uh, a neighborhood watch type thing or, you know what I mean, more of just a concerned patron. The kids mm-hmm. were loud. 
uh, not on no old they black, they loud. They were loud. Let's just say they were loud. She came out by the pool with her two dogs. And, you know, kids throw each other in the pool anyway. But mm-hmm. if she's giving you instruction, what you don't do is put your hands on her. He put his hands on her, picked up, and then he slipped and fell. Then he got up and proceeded to throw her in the pool. Huh. That young man is being charged. Yep. Oh. And rightfully so. Mm. What? Assault and battery. What do they charge? Oh, really? So wait a minute. Let me make sure I got oh, this yeah. right. He threw her in the pool for. Well, I'm missing. Okay, I'm sorry. What about he threw her in the pool because she was? Like, did he pick her up and slam her, or did he just like push her? Away? She came in to, from oh, what no, I understand. Th- yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, he was picking her up. You know what I mean? Like, so on a first attempt, he slipped and fell to the deck. So they both went down, bow, flat, both of them, land on the on the deck of the pool. Uh-huh. He gets up from the deck, picks the lady up, and throws her in the pool. This is an old uh-huh. lady, too. Oh. Mm-hmm. Somebody guessed she was an older woman. Mm-hmm. Oh. How, wait, and, and he was, I'm sorry, how old was he? 16. Uh, what, 16, 17? 16. Yeah, I'm going to say this is definitely a kid's party. I mean, I can give the excuse that they were having fun and in the name of fun and all that, but at the same time, man, sometimes fun got to be, you got to think. You know what I mean? Like, you really got to think sometimes. And I don't think that he was thinking all the way. I mean, I, I just don't. I feel bad that he's going to jail for it, but at the same time, I don't feel bad because that's an old lady, and he had no business at all, none, doing that. Yep. Lots of people were mentioning that she shouldn't have been there. She should have just called the police if she felt it was too loud, this, that, and the other thing. And I was talking to James about it, and I said, you know, that could have been an option. And, yeah, your first mind would be to think, yes, just call the police. It's called a noise complaint. They come, they tell them to tone it down, and life goes on. But what if she was one of those, you know, one of those people who did not want a crazy situation, who's been watching the news and said, you know what, maybe if I just go over and ask them to calm it down, I can avoid a situation. I'm a little low. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, mm-hmm. I'm always trying to think of the other side of it. Like, what would be her motivation for walking into a backyard party full of black kids with her puppies behind her asking them to turn the music down? You know what I mean? Like, even what would be the rationale behind that if not to try and possibly avoid that type of situation? Not trying to explain it away or anything like that. I'm just thinking. Anybody who's watching the news would know that that could be a dangerous situation. In either way, mm-hmm. in either direction, if she were to walk in there and what happened happened, or if the police were to be called, there's a potential for that to go terribly wrong in either direction. But I, I agree with you, Rashad. I think she that that was crazy. Like that was crazy for him to put to put his hands on her for it to go that far for him to be so into the yeah. I wouldn't have been my son. I told James I will 
Adrian would know hell hath no fury if I if that if I would have scrolled through the TV and see that that was my baby or to get that call and know that my baby done headbutted a, a woman and her dogs in the pool. Yeah, no, we'd have a whole world of problems. I don't understand how anybody can rationalize this as a racist thing as a you know I don't. I don't see how this little boy could be defended in this situation, and I I don't see it. You're gonna have to tell me a hell of a story for it to make sense in that regard. Yeah, I think the only my mm. only concern my only concern with it is that's a major crime. So that's a felony, isn't it? It's all, it's all uh. Is that a state-to-state state thing? Oh, I mean, it ain't no state-to-state state thing. Because, I mean, I know some stuff is state-to-state, state, but I don't think that was state-to-state. Doesn't intent usually decide the severity of it? Like, if they can determine the, the level of it? 65 years of age or older reclassification of offenses. Minimum sentence. A person is convicted in aggravated assault and aggravated battery upon 65 Three years and find not more than ten thousand dollars. Of the elderly, right? I think that's yep. a difference. Okay. For doing something yeah. to somebody over sixty-five, yeah. you're looking at no less than three years and ten thousand dollars in fines. Sixteen. Now I'm looking at yeah, I, I see that too. But I'm looking at now if he if he I don't know like I said this young man I'm not saying he should get off I'm not gonna. From what, I, what I'm hearing, I don't think he should get off. I just think a 16, 17 to have a felony is just so damaging at that age. So hopefully, mm-hmm. if this is his first offense, you know, he gets somebody, they but they break it down. Even if they broke it down to, you know, um, you know misdemeanor. You know, I'm looking at misdemeanor, misdemeanor battery in the state of Florida. It's a, it's like I said, misdemeanor. First degree is mis- first degree misdemeanor. The penalty, even that, is one year in jail or one year pro- or twelve months probation and a thousand dollar fine. So, I mean, there's a huge difference in being a misdemeanor and a felony. So, uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm, I, I would just I would hate to see somebody that young already have a felony on their record. I mean that's that's just damaging. So for playing too much, yeah. Right. Yep. For playing too yep. much, you said it. Right. That's where it started I mean, for playing too much. Yeah. Yeah. It was stupid. Just let me just be clear. Somebody said it's stupid. So. And what's even worse right, that, that, that? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, okay. <laughs> I was saying, I'm just saying, what's worse is that, you know, you nobody has accountability like in that age group and that generation anymore. Like there was not one friend that said, "Hey, come on, man." Even after they fail, like, oh. dude, you know, it's too far. Because he, it, it was yeah. a lot of struggle to get to the pool, so they had plenty of time to like try to defuse the situation. So it's, it's to me, it's more sad to see people standing around not trying to do nothing. Yeah, that too. That too. Yeah. All right, what else we got, Cuz? Well, I'll start this one by saying, one, I do, I do truly, truly like the fact that they're making this kind of push. 
and I like the fact that they're putting their family business before, you know, making ties with others. But your, your boys, B, the ball boys, you can't be taking pictures <laughs> of other people's gear when you're trying to get your name in the light. That's just, bruh. And I mean, the biggest the biggest part of it to me is, is let the boy dribble one time. Like, I don't know anybody that's really seen him play yet. Like, not even in college. All us talk about it. I didn't see no UCLA games. And I mean, I don't watch college basketball no way, so I'm pretty much all the way out the stratosphere. And then I'm looking at it, you know, like with logic. Like, yeah, he may be a top pick, but what if the top pick is like Utah or somewhere like that where they don't even play on TV all the time? So now your son is just buried in traffic somewhere and he got $495 shoes. Like, mm-hmm. and I mean, his mouth, and now you know bro got to have a mouth if I'm talking about his mouth. Me? Mm-hmm. Saying somebody got a mouth that's just out of control. Bro got a mouth that's just out of control. He got he to gotta calm down or his, his boy's got to walk away from him and say, look, we feel what you're trying to do. But at the same time, you'll bury us just as fast as you'll get us up there. Because he don't know how to be quiet. <clears throat> what say you guys? So what did he say? What did he say? Which which part? <laughs> I don't know. I get your people that hit his mouth. And it was just so many stories Wait, so, went around. Okay. And I just, I don't know. I don't know. The last part, what he said today, the, the breaking news today is he was asked how come um, – how come his shoes are four hundred ninety five dollars and Michael Jordan and Jordans are not? He said that's because Jordan is not Lonzo Ball, so he can't he can't sell shoes for four hundred ninety five dollars. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he's bold. Okay. He, he he has zero okay. of those. You know what? First of all, I, I, I'm a Bulls fan. I'm Michael Jordan. You know, here's my thing. Here, let me say this. This man, since day one, has said, my son is going to be the greatest basketball player of all time. He's better than Steph Curry. He's better than – he said that since day one. That's, that's been his thing. Do I think he's crazy? Of course. He made his asinine in his statement. However, however, if you go to Google and type in his name, you will find – that he is in Yahoo Sports. He's on the cover of Sports Illustrated. They're talking about him. SportsIllustrated.com, the big league, Fox Sports Net. He's on the cover, and he's on uh, Forbes. He's in Forbes, Hero Sports, uh, SB Nation, the Bleacher Report. Just go, go to Google and Google LeVar Ball. And he's in USA Today. He's, I said Forbes already. He's in the Sporting News. He's in Bru- – I mean, so dude is absolutely – he's in the Washington Post. He's on NBCSports.com. All of these – he's on ESPN. He's did an interview. He's with uh, whatever – you know, I mean, he's on Skip Bayless. He's on First Take with Stephen A. He's all over the place. Is he talking crazy? Yes. Is he getting his children – is he getting his, his business – on places that would cost millions and millions of dollars to get to, yes, that's what he's doing. 
And again, I'm not agreeing with what the dude is saying. The dude is talking out the side of his neck some of the stuff that he is saying. But when you are trying to scale something that is unscalable, he is literally going against Nike, Adidas, and all of those companies, and he's trying to he's trying to get his name out there. You got to do crazy stuff. That's all he's doing. That's it. And now that I 100% get, and I even get you know selling the first shoe for four hundred and ninety five dollars. Why? Because you have to cover the ground that you're missing already for not being who they are. So I get that 100%. What I don't get is his over-bravado being celebrated as if that can't just be business accurate. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a line of tread. Like, like it's kind of like watching um, – I, I mean, just as easy, a good a good businessman like that has a good heart, and then one that's just like you know money driven, like a hundred percent money driven. I mean, I guess I don't see I don't see the family in it. I see the business in it, and those are his family, but I don't see the family in it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It just to me seems so money oriented and so grubby that it's like. Are you trying to like live out your dreams vicariously through your sons or something? Like, are they the NBA stars that you never could be? So now you're gonna milk them as much as you can? Like, cause to me that's horrible parenting. I, I don't know. I don't know his motive. I know this. I know that. Yeah. I don't know his motive. I don't think anybody knows his motive. I think that we're we're assume, that people who assume that he's trying to do all of that stuff, do it, uh, assume that, again, based upon some of the stuff that he does. And and if you watch an interview, you're seeing him talk and not his – you're seeing him talk about his brand and you see him talk about his kids, but you don't see his kids talking a lot. So I I get people saying that. However, again, to me it looks like he is the salesman, they are the product, and he is saying as a father, and this is what I appreciate about it and why I defend it. I appreciate it because here I see a man trying to do something different and special, knowing good and well that he's probably going to fail. And he knows, I'm, I'm sorry, he knows that there is a very small pot, pot, there's a probability that this ain't going to work. But he says, listen, I'm going to take the hit as a man and I am going to try this because these three kids of mine have something that I think is special, and I'm going to support them and put it all on the last one. That's what I see. So I yeah, I it doesn't seem like that. he's here to make friends really at this point. He's not here for the relationship oh, building. He's, he's more that. here for the well, not necessarily relationship building for the friend making. For as far as overall people, he's more. I think he's very purpose driven, like you kind of just stated there, when like that he's here to make as much noise and make as much impact as he can regarding their brand because he's figuring it out as he goes along. Um, that's a fine it. line. It just seems without. It, hmm? He can make friends later. Yeah, he, he, it, after he proves, you know, because if he, if this works, like if this, if all things work how it's supposed to for him. 
then this will be then everyone's gonna wanna sign up for the Lonzo Ball School of Business. How do I, you know, <laughs> change the game like you do? Can't, I mean, can't you just see that? Where if, if this yeah. works and all of a sudden everybody yeah. wants to wear his shoes and his clothes and all of other stuff, people will be lining up to figure out how much of a asshole can, <laughs> can I be to get my money? You know what I'm saying? And show me how to do that because if it and that's just the way that we work. We have to be proven. It has to be proven that you're crazy. Your level of crazy is effective enough to get results. And once that's done, then you can be president or you can run your own company. You know what I mean? You can you can create a brand that goes all over the world. So I'm just kind of sitting back, sipping tea, waiting I, for it because this could yeah this could get interesting. <laughs> it is. But I'm it ready. To, very interesting. I'm ready to see the end result too because I mean this isn't new. <laughs> Half the people who mm-hmm. watch the news is doing it to promote something. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Kanye has been the biggest. I, I, <laughs> got way more heroes behind they name than he did. So I'm just saying, it's, I that's why I was it was a disconnect for me because I really didn't wasn't catching the story to see what all he was saying. But at the end of the day, that's all he's doing. He just drumming up <laughs> enough talk. He on every Facebook post got memes. You know, if you got memes, you done made it. I'm telling you. Check and make. I got my first. I'm good. You you brought up a good name in your example because I was going to say the funny thing to me is is for the exact same thing that he's being applauded business plan wise is for the exact same thing that people hate Kanye West because he he does that for himself and now he's doing it for his kids but at the time. It was for himself, and people didn't take to that very well. How dare he want to himself like that? But this guy comes along, and he's doing it, saying he's doing it in the name of his sons, and it's the most righteous move under the sun. How? Yeah, I, don't, I think the I, issue with—I mean, let's just, I think the issue with Kanye, for me, because I, I said the same thing. To me, the difference between what he's doing and what Kanye was doing, to me, I didn't have an issue with Kanye's bravado. And with what and his business acumen and him trying to sell his stuff, it was just some of the stuff he was saying, like like with Mr. Ball, it's it's kind of crazy. That's to me again. That was the only thing I'm like, oh Kanye, he, he yeah, I can't give it what he just said. But again, what he was saying was what he was trying to do was he was driving himself, he was driving attention to himself, or is driving attention to himself. Hold on, we got to call him. I'm sorry, hold on. Call it 8234. You are on the air live. What's your question or your comment? Well, my comment is it's amazing because he is undrafted. He has already sold 263 pairs of shoes. 53 of those were $999 because they were the, the, the signed pair. He's undrafted. It's a great marketing scheme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. I was about to ask. I'm glad they said. I was about to say. Well, when does this shoe come out? I'm so glad. <laughs> I the world that it, it's just crazy. It's, it's I, November, but it's not available till November. Yeah, these are pre-sales. Oh wow. Yeah, he's exactly. pre-sales. What he's if doing? Start, that's why we, we don't start making this man uh, richer by talking about him. He already <laughs> like. <laughs> he already got it. And I, to me, it was—it's not a difference with him, Kanye. 
people didn't like Kanye, but he still blew up. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's the same way, like, people don't like this man, and he still already pre-sold. He's everywhere. <laughs> the house note shoes and the mortgage shoes. He already started selling. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah. <laughs> See, Kanye, has, has Kanye always been from left field like that, though? I don't remember him being... Yeah. Uh, out there as he is supposedly now, you know, as more as vocal. I think he built a base under the the college dropout Kanye, and when he decided to flip out and do, you know, be very vocal, vocal Kanye, that's what kind of threw people. So his blow up happened a little bit before he blew up. <laughs> I guess is the lack of a better way of saying it. The but Kanye I didn't follow him stuff during before yeah, all no, of that. You know, I like the I music, but I didn't follow like the artist artist. Yeah, he was, but he was saying he was like Jesus for a long time. So that's what I'm saying. Kanye always been kind of crazy. <laughs> he just but, said when he no he no but, he crossed the line. No, he got he, known by white people honesty. when he got on the stage with my uh um uh, mm-hmm. not Miley Taylor uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor. Yeah. He just Tay-tay. broke the mold and got to a different level of crazy because he was because he did that. But he was already saying he's the greatest and all that. So <laughs> I don't buy it. Same well, model, but they winning. Because what was you about to say? I was just going to say, um, you know, I, I didn't see nothing wrong with him saying, you know, he was like Jesus. Isn't that what we're supposed to be saying? You want to be like Jesus. Just because he said it in a rap song, it make it bad, or and then because people now want to take context of rap and make it be what they want it to be. The first time I heard a rap song, it was back in the '80s, and they was calling themselves God MCs. So if they say in a song and just stop saying an MC and saying I'm a God, they not still saying they God MCs. They calling themselves bigger than God, and just because we made up this I word that we want the black people to be a part of. That's what it ends up being. I think it's all think just wrapping up. I think the issue with, with Kanye was to get back. Then we get back on the subject. The issue with Kanye was not that he said he was like Jesus, but that they thought they took some art that he did on the Jesus album to make think to make him think that he was Jesus. That was the issue. Not so much that he said like Jesus, but that he was Jesus. But to Levar Ball, um, I think again, this is we gotta look at this. For me, again, I, there is for me there is some nostalgia to this because number one, again, like I like I wrote in my piece on my on my page, there is the element of this being a a black man doing this, doing something that again that is not usually done, that is and that as a and then as a business owner, me understanding how hard it is. Let's just okay, so let's put this in the in the context of, of business. It cost us, if I want to get to, let's just say I want to get on ESPN and all that kind of stuff, or if I just want to get in front of millions of people, do you know how much that would cost, how much how much in Facebook ads I'd have to do to get in front of a million people? Like, that's a ton of money that I don't have. And so, so as a business person, to see that this man has figured out how to talk loud enough that people – We'll, we'll let him come on and wear his hat and his shirt and today his tie with the three, with the with the brand on it and you know and do that and then us talk about it all across social media. To me, 
you know, he talking against Charles Barkley, again, against the biggest people in the sport, and for free. It's, and I said, so, so as a business owner, I, I like it. I like it. And, again, like I said, if it doesn't work, there's so many other avenues that he can take this in. There are so many other places that he can go with this idea because at worst-case scenario, like I said, at worst-case scenario, he has shown the next person how to do this. He's shown the next person that this is possible to say, wait, wait a second, okay, you can come out with your own shoe and you don't have to go to a Nike and you don't have to go to a, you know, to Adidas. You don't have to do that. There are other avenues and options for you. Um, so I'm, you know, like I said, worst case scenario, the man starts a sports agency. Mm. He can be a sports agent for anybody at this point, as loud as he is, because he has attention. So that's just like I said. For me, there is a nostalgia. I can be completely honest. Number one, as a business owner. Number two, as a black man. And Rashad, you know, as a black man whose father was at every game, who showed his entire behind at every single game that he was at, fighting for his his kids, it just to me, I'm I'm like, hey, do it now. Am I gonna pay four hundred ninety five dollars for some shoes? No way, not gonna happen. And I'm not paying two hundred twenty dollars for some sandals. Not gonna happen. But I'm just saying. I like my my fifty my fifty dollar Adidas sandals with the with the cushions. I fine with me, but hey, if Chad Johnson want to buy them, go for it. Chad Johnson bought some, great, knock yourself out, buddy. You got it. So. Yeah, that's a twenty dollar bill to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I think we got music now. Yes. So yeah. we have some new music. Tonight, this is Unashamed by Remnant Warriors. Is that now? I think that's the wrong song. Did I say that right? I think that's the wrong song. Oh, oh, it sure is. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the new song is Bye Bye by Big Rob Clay. <laughs> Who was uh, I got the wrong song queued up here. Let's get it. Gather up 
was right. um, Bye Bye by Big Rock Clay. And that brings us to the next portion of our show, um, the hot topic. Oh, with, <laughs> which, oh, which, is, which is brought to you by Curvy Kitten Clothing, where self-reflection is perfection. We are a company that's striving to uplift women and um, help them see that their curves are beautiful in all sizes. So, Scoop Nation Hot Topic. And to the audience, part of uh, the Scoop Nation group, um, this is just some of the entertainment that we are privileged to. (laughs) So search for it. (laughs) But... (laughs) The question of the day is, um, do women leave items at a man's house that they're involved with as um, a way to mark their territory? And so the question was posed to the ladies, what have you left at someone's house to mark your territory? And... It got very interesting to say the least. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got a. I know uh, Miss Q has been out of the game for a while. But I, I want to start with her. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's your take on the whole market territory? Um, strategy. I think it's. I think it's funny, but I think I know. I mean, I can see why a woman would do it. I, I can see why a person would do it. The um, mm-hmm. I, I can see why it would happen, especially if someone is wanting the relationship to go to another level or if there's a possibility of an insecurity lurking, you know, she's maybe, and I'm speaking from a woman's point of view because, you know, it's obvious. Um, I could see her possibly being insecure, maybe wondering if she's the only one and trying to figure out the what are we stage of a relationship, you know, leave a toothbrush or, you know, a, something, a, a change, a, a, a workout outfit or something in the in a corner in a bag just so I have it just in case we run by the, you know. So there's always a backstory to the why of it all, but I could see I could see it happening. Um, I have a funny story. My sister-in-law, it, it was, it, 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 <laughs> there's a time where a woman could actually want some, a man to leave his stuff. I, I've had a, a situation where it was like, uh, where are you going with us type thing. And it was funny to me to experience that, hearing that conversation, like, girl, he's back his back. He was crazy. He thought he was really going somewhere, you know, that type of thing. Where he was like, oh, well, okay, I guess I'm going to be here, you know, that type of thing. So I could just, it's, when someone is ready to take a relationship to the next level, that is a definite sign, you know, hey, I'm here. And you're going to have to make me move around. if this, You know, and it could be a little aggressive but hey we're in the age of do what you feel and i could see that being being a thing now the excessiveness i I haven't actually seen the post in detail but i saw the comment number creeping up throughout the day so i can only imagine how crazy it went (laughs) but uh i think all things are understandable in moderation (laughs) (laughs) so uh what about you Mr. Singh, uh, yeah. Hello, Mr. Singh. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. So, 
She said you. <laughs> you said me? You want me to say that? Yeah. Do I think they do? You always say No, I say <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I think women do it. I, I mean, they don't just do it in the crib. They leave stuff anywhere they go. Like, if they sit in your car, they forget something on purpose. I mean, I don't know. I, you know what? I think sometimes I think people have an affinity for drama that they just won't recognize that they do. Like some people like beef. It makes their day. And I mean, it just is. It's the circle of life. We learned that from the Lion King. Ain't that where it came from? Circle of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait so you said leaving items cause beef? What? Absolutely. <laughs> and you can't eat. You can't even just, you know, give nobody a common ride home. If she happens to feel some kind of way about you that she hasn't expressed, and then she happens to leave something, what can you say besides, uh, uh, when your actual girl say, who is this? Because it's definitely not mine. What do you say? (laughs) And when your honest answer is, uh, uh, you, uh, uh, (laughs) didn't cry wolf for a year. So now it's a real answer. He don't get no Like no Like you didn't use your uh uh card Too many times this year bro And this was a, this was a uh uh moment Cause you were just being nice after work Uh uh mm-hmm. uh uh Random earrings people to make and stuff sure. like that what? I'm telling you it, You yep. have you sitting thinking Did, did I cheat Giving tips, fellas, don't sleep because your own woman might plant something on you. Don't, don't uh-uh. sleep. Don't have an honest answer for something that didn't happen for real, boy. Because who? Then her own, her own. Women better not be out here planting stuff for fun. Hey, look at him. I said women better not be out here planting stuff, trying to trap. Got a set of traps. Oh no, I absolutely believe that that is happening. No, I oh, absolutely one hundred percent believe that oh, there yeah. are earrings being left, there are nails being strategically popped. I believe that. Well, it no, is happening. I mean the old woman, like the old woman trying to yeah. set her band up. Like I'm gonna leave. Gonna happen, leave you know, what yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like no, honey, I believe that's happening too. Nope. Mm-hmm. I believe that's happening too, Kel. Yes, because if we are in, a, you have to understand. You gotta understand the, the the level of of entertainment that our women have been exposed to for this mm-hmm. last decade or so. You gotta think of the dating pool and what we've been exposed to for what an example of dating is. You got the gang ups where the homies and everybody shows up to expose them. You got the super sleuth situations, the long dramatic exposures and things like that where everybody gotta get blasted. The bigger the production the easier the the heartbreak seems to be. You know what I'm saying? Like the more I can catch him up and everybody see it and, and, and clown or do whatever, then the better. But when it comes to you looking stupid, then it's ow, 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 the moments that Rashad was talking about. But I absolutely believe in this drama-laden, loving society, yes, there are women that are creating situations left and right and then wondering why they got so much drama in their life. I absolutely do. Yeah. It's sad, and I hate it for us, but I believe it's out there. <laughs> I'm talking about. Ooh. You got people. 
you got apps being put on people's phones. You got. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 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 So what about what about you, uh, Mr. Burns? We have a caller. You've been burned by the. Uh, we have a caller. We have a caller. I bet we do. Caller one five four four. Caller one five four four. You're on the airline. What's your question or comment? If you go looking then for it, won't you find it? If you go looking for it, will you not find it? Probably. So you saying the women that plant stuff, they gonna find something because they're going to look for yeah. it? Absolutely. That can go both ways. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you're looking mm-hmm. for it, you will find it. Seeking, you will yeah. find. Yeah. But what are you, exactly are you looking for? And if it's not there, you gonna find it. But even if it's not there, what were you looking for? Because you had to have a purpose for looking. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. I just don't see much of a point of of planting anything left behind, any remnants or anything like that. Uh, If you have to go to that extreme, what's the point of being in a relationship? Amen. If I leave an earring, chances are I'm going to be a little annoyed that I left that earring because it's probably my go-to earring, and it's no longer a pair. Yeah. So I don't see much (laughs) of a point to leave anything because if I brought it with me, chances are I needed it. I agree. I I agree. Maybe leaving them all... The 99 cent joints. They leave a little beauty supply area. Uh, <laughs> them dollar store wristbands. It's where you get like six gold wristbands in one time. They leave the whole stack on your side. You're like, I don't know what they call it. I just know they all gold rings. And they fry them up. The crack fire wrist playing Yeah, the bank. I'm talking about like bobby pins. Like he said it was Bobby pins so but anybody could have left a bobby pin. I ain't got I ain't gonna lie. In my heyday it was a lost and found box. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta collect your stuff at the end of the visit. <laughs> yeah. You left these forgetting So I'm gonna get in trouble as a collective whole. I'm gonna get in trouble for all of it. <laughs> I'm gonna explain this. Way. Hey, look, everybody lost stuff over here. This is a hangout spot. What you talking about? I, I love it's it. Boys, that could actually work though. Stuff. People be over here chilling. I got a lost and found box. I put all the lost stuff in here. Might be yours. I don't know. I wasn't looking that hard. Now, Rashad, be honest. Have you ever bought random stuff at the dollar store to fill your lost and found box with mail stuff to cover up for the lady stuff in your box? Have you been that super no. smart about it? You you never no. you never padded your box. Good job. Good nope. job. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm gonna keep the box, box real honest. No, I, 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 I had the box with stuff that. Uh, um, uh, see, you making me tell on myself. So okay, I okay, the box okay, with my stuff bad, my bad. I'm no, no, I'm gonna tell you though. No, cause it's, it's all done now though. But I was padding the box <laughs> with stuff that, like, you know, when people buy you stuff that you ain't gonna ever use. Mm. Like that type of like. <laughs> 
I don't know, man. You know, sometimes people take the liberty of trying to buy me clothes and stuff like that. And it's like, I'm not going to wear that. But thanks. And then it just dangle up in the closet for a long, long time. Yeah, that stuff kind of made it to that box. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, thanks, Carly. We appreciate you. Yeah. Keep listening. What, what about you, uh, Mr. Birds? You got a lot of mailbox? box? Listen. If you got if if you're listening and you want to call, call the number is nine two nine. Uh 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 Man, I'm hungry. <laughs> um, I've had I've had lotion left. I've had um, sunglasses in my car. Like literally, I see my thing is like like the sun. Let me tell you the sunglass story. All right, so the sunglass story is somebody gets in my car and. Um, they get to looking on the side because, of course, they leave it right in the side on the thing. But of course, you don't look because you ain't never in the passenger side. And mm-hmm. I see this pair of sunglasses. And she's, whose sunglasses are these? I said, I have no idea. And so she's like, oh, but, but you've been having another woman riding in your car. And, and so she just go and I just let her go and let her go. And she's like, you ain't got nothing to say? I said, yeah. She said, who's out there? I said, I don't know. I said, it could have been Keisha. It could have been Alicia. It could have been Rhonda. It could have been. I just like started. I just started like just going down a list of names. You hit her with the DMX list. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, really?" I said, "I said, listen. I just told you I have no idea who it is. You asked who it could possibly be, so I'm just gonna throw out a whole bunch of random names, and you can pick because obviously in your mind, you done already figured out that it's something going on." That ain't going on, so I'm just gonna let you, you know, take it from there. Okay, I have a question here. though. I got a question for yeah. the men. <laughs> so, have so have any of these shenanigans? Um, I want to, you know, be the woman quicker. Did they get rid of all the other women? And so that's number one because they left the most items. Like, I wait, what's the so are you asking have these shenanigans ever worked for the good of those who left the shenanigans? Right. Have their shenanigans worked in roping the guy? Uh have the shenanigans game ever worked on behalf of any woman that left shenanigans on the behalf? You know what? Nope. Because like um this is why. Because one in my own home, um Way more, you know, I could see it and see what's laying around and out of the ordinary as opposed to my car. Because in my car, I'm in one spot. So I don't know what goes on in the other seats. You know what I mean? Unless I invite you specifically in there, like if you drop something or something like that, I'm not paying attention to that unless you want to be in this ditch. So, uh, you know, but if you at my house and you drop your, oh, hey, 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 before you go, you left these, uh, these ghetto nuts and bangles that y'all be bearing wearing up your wrist. You left them all. All nine of them. Here you go. I don't need those. <laughs> all like, nine of them. <laughs> I don't need them. Like, I, you take these with you. 
Nice try, though. No, 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 no. It ain't like that. It ain't like that. This is a stage game. Nothing more, nothing less. Don't be trying to make it something else. (laughs) And then, like I told you, I mean, in the time, now in the time with the car, with the car, if I'm in my car and I just happen to, you know, see something in there that ain't mine, that's my chance to be a little bug. Your stuff going out the window. Especially if I ain't got no call about it in a day. The only way it's going to stay is if it's something big enough that I know that it's yours, important, and it can return. But if it's something small that I don't want, like let's say some girl left some old Mac lipstick or something like that, y'all be talking about, I'm throwing that thing out the window. I don't care about your $40 well, lipstick a, at all. Yeah, I was Roofing just getting ready to say, that's a, boy, that's a $22 And when you call, look, and I ain't no liar, but when you call, I'm a lie. I'm going to say I ain't seen nothing See? in my car. <laughs> Ain't nothing been left in there because I get the sheer joy of throwing that shenanigan out the window and them pencils, all them little eyebrow pencils that y'all be doing artwork with. Window, window, that Mavita Loca lip balm, window. Oh man, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I bet you didn't do it by lying Window, unless it's somebody else. No, I just window. That's very. That's funny because I just never, you know, I'm thinking, did I miss it out on some shenanigans in my heyday? Because I have <laughs> never left anything. Like, I am so petty. Like, I don't even leave my trash. Like, I don't She said no evidence. Marked in my territory. I, just, I don't know. I just like that. Like, I don't want to leave. I don't want being here with somebody, you know. I don't want my origins laying around. So I'm not leaving your back.
Yeah, that was I had I didn't have a loss of sound box, but I had a crate. And I got a bang nephew, so whatever kind of hat, it was a nice hat, nice little belt. You know. <laughs> that was pretty far. So yeah. I didn't think people would plant. I, I guess I just never thought that for to be playing something, but you know, it's uh, I didn't want to know if it worked because I'm like, did I miss that on something? Hmm. <laughs> Whew, all right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> we had no, we had no calls on the, on the leaving. No, nobody want to jump in and save me. It's too late. Everybody wants to see me go down in flames. It's okay. <laughs> I remember that. I'll remember that next time somebody inbox me on prayer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> pray for your pray for yourself, remember? <laughs> All right, what's up, next? <clears throat> Uh, we have um, another new song. It is now. It's time for Unashamed by Remnant. <laughs> <laughs> Been trying to get to that one for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Blessings, I'm blessings, I'm blessings, I'm giving No, I'm not perfect, but yes, I'm forgiven I don't need your praises, I need your attention I don't want your words, I just want you to listen I'm spitting the truth, some will get offended So if the street fits, then you know that you wear it Lace up on kicks and just quit all that tripping I'm not taking shots, you just feeling convicted Look at the flick of my wrist Whipping, I'm making a fresh batch of spiritual healing They say he not coming back, man, they just tripping You start speaking truth, they just don't want to listen You speaking the truth, but that's not how you living I know the truth hurts, but you gotta bear with it Cause time is like money, beware how you spend it It's not what you got, but what you do with it It's not how you start, but how you gonna finish The Lord give me strength like Popeye eating spinach You cannot stop me while I'm trying to score Get out the way, Vince Carter on the rap tours On the rap tour, are you ready for the rap tour? That's the sound, what these scripture really can do I said I think it's about that time that we put them to use I got hands on my head like I'm sipping my loot Everybody one way like they're in the canoe Dangerous, you know they can't hang with us or bang with us Man, I'm so spiritually high You would think I'm on the angel with us Look at their face, yeah, I think they suck I kill they buzz, I'm not even here to judge I'm here to love, TLC Warriors I don't live for the fame, I just live for the cash One, six, ten Yo, turn your life around like the hokey poke Man, I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Living for Christ has been so dope. So dope. Rich in the Lord, me no bro. Me no bro. He'll turn your life around like the hokey pope. Like the hokey pope. Man, I've been filled with the Holy with Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Living for Christ has been so dope. So dope. Rich in the Lord, me no bro. Me no bro. My hands for this battle Cause they thinking that we sweet like some mango Bring the light to this dark like a candle This flesh that I'm in just a rental There's always some wolves in the chapel Making up words like a scrapple But we're taught, preach the whole gospel And watch them demons get hostile 
running out of time, shake the box up. My God sits high on the plateau. Satan selling dreams for the low low. Keep me trying to block the sun like a Zebo. Turn your life around like the hokey pokey. Man, I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. Living for Christ has been so dope. Rich in the Lord, me no broke. Riding on the fence is a no go. Two jets or no like a love no. I know you all about choosing the bro. But God will give it to you tenfold. You won't have much room like a portobello. Blessings don't swole like a pillow. Text be popping out your mail like hello. Trust me, I'd be glued on the sparrow. You don't wanna rumble. I see kings crumble. Jump from his presence. I see knees buckle. You only got two ways to go like a tunnel. You ask strong, but the Lord will create your muscle. It's a gamble. You better think of a different plan. See my God comes in three forms like the snowman. He can change your heart, no transplant. What's understood don't need to be explained. See we understand. Turn your life around like the hokey pokey. Man, I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Living for Christ has been so dope. So dope. Rich in the Lord, me no bro. Me no bro. He'll turn your life around like the hokey pokey. Like the hokey pokey. Man, I've been filled with the Holy with Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Living for Christ has been so dope. So dope. Rich in the Lord, me no bro. Me no bro. That was Unashamed by Remnant Warrior. New music for the night. Dig that. Appreciate that. Beat was kind of knocking. I'll rock with it. All right, so this next segment is going to be brought to you by Elegance by Design, where healthy hair and skin is our priority, but a beautiful you is our specialty. So tonight we are going to honor our mamas. Uh, Mother's Day is this Sunday, so if you have not yet <clears throat> gone out and gotten your mother something to show your appreciation or plan something for her this Sunday, now is most definitely the time to do so. You can pop over to elegancebydesign.com and pick something up for your mom. Um, but on top of that, we are going to take a little stroll down memory lane and kind of show some honor and uh, love to our moms this week and share our favorite moments with our moms. <clears throat> Excuse me, with our moms. So. Quite a few of you probably know my mom. I know all of you all do, but um, if you are in the scoop group, you might know my mom. Um, yeah. But Miss <laughs> Marissa Turner is my mom, and she is hands down my hero. I have learned more from my mother about life, about love, about um, getting knocked down and standing back up and doing it with your crown still completely intact, like, Completely. <laughs> um, I get, I have learned so much of that from my mother, and she is just an overall amazing person. But my favorite moments, if I had to possibly pinpoint a few of them for you guys, would most like would, would, in my top three for sure, would be cooking with my mom. Um, I remember 
I was preparing. I was probably about 10, maybe 11 years old, maybe. Um, And my dad was coming to visit from Oakland, California, and I wanted to make him breakfast. I was so excited that he was coming, and I had been learning how to cook, and I wanted to make him breakfast. So I wanted to make pancakes, bacon, and over-easy eggs because, you know, I was excited. I thought I was doing something because I had gotten over-easy eggs down. Scramble was too easy. I needed to know the over-easy. So I made the over-easy. You know, my dad got here. I hyped up this breakfast. We're all sitting down. And for whatever reason, I think my this is probably where my anxiety started was at this damn breakfast. But I remember being so nervous about making this breakfast perfect. I almost burned my pancakes. My eggs were, I had to make him like six different eggs because the first ones were too runny. The next ones were not done. Like it was just a catastrophe. But I got this breakfast on the plate, made it for my dad. But I remember I was in the kitchen and I was almost in tears because I had worked myself up so much for this breakfast and it just wasn't coming out right. I remember my mom putting her hands on my shoulders and she said, baby, as long as it tastes good, your daddy is going to love whatever you put in front of him, baby. And honestly, even if it doesn't, he's still going to say it does. So put your good big girl face on, put your plate in your hands, and serve your daddy because you did a good job. And at that moment, it was not about the fact that, of course, I wanted the meal to taste good and, you know, all of that. She was That was a life lesson, that sometimes when you have put all of you have into something, it is not – it, there's a very good chance it might not come out the way that it is. But some people will recognize your effort and still reward you for your effort. And and we all know as adults now that that's not always the case, but you have to move in a way that lets you know that I've done my best and be proud of what you present, whether it's your initial, your initial goal or not, just get it done. And that's pretty much what you don't quit. They're crying. What is crying going to fix? Wipe your face, make the plate, serve the plate anime, <laughs> and go on and have breakfast. And, and it, it turned out to be the best. It was ugly, but it was the best breakfast he said. He said it was really, really good, and he was excited. Now, again, I'll never know if that was really the truth. I think it was good. But the lesson that I learned from that meal was everything. And from then on, my mom and I have had more of our groundbreaking, soul-searching type conversations in the kitchen. And um, that is our healing place. That's our laughing place. That's our loving place. Even if it's over the phone, we talk while cooking. And and it's just those are hands down some of my most favorite, favorite moments with my mama is making making food. Um, what about you guys? I'm gonna start with Kels, I know you are super, super love your mama and you, you guys are super servant, um you have a super servant gratitude type of attitude towards your parents. So what is your um what are one of your favorite moments with your mom? Oh gosh. Um, that's so hard, right? <laughs> yeah, like the first thing that pops in my mind, I always say, "Go with your first mind." The first thing that pops in my mind is that, um, just the way my mom um would always be there. Like she retired early, and my dad wanted her to retire, and so she retired early. So by the time I got to high school, my mom was at home, and she um would come. And volunteer. And I thought that, well, I don't think I've ever told her this, but I thought that was the coolest thing <laughs> in the world that my mom could come up, she could be a judge for the debate, you know, our debate uh, tournaments we threw, uh, um, you know, just any activity when I play, you know, sports. <laughs> she was 
So, I mean, it just, you know, it just wasn't the same to have your mom come up there bringing a whole bunch of stuff when she's already there every day and everybody know her. So, I thought that was something really cool um, growing up. But uh, I would have to say that the the growth, are the, the different way I look at my mom now as an adult, but because, you know, growing up, my parents were really strict being ministers. And so... I felt like my mom was the type to be the Stepford, you know, type person, type wife, and wanted everything to be perfect. And so I, you know, of course, didn't see her like I see today. And one thing that stood out to me was, um, you know, my mom is in her 70s, but she's the cool mom now. Like at church <laughs> or in different organizations, she's the link between the young people like the youth and the older generation. And I'm like, say what? <laughs> <laughs> Were you always this cool? Like you was not right. cool back in the day. Like when did this change happen? Like how do you know what's going on with love and hip hop and stuff like that? Like what are you doing? So um, I would have to applaud missionary Jackie on being the, on, on once again being the cool mom in her seventies and doing it. So that is just something I want to apply her. I'm just so proud that. She could be the link between the generations. I think that's just really cool. So that's my mom's so, story. If I quick, say anything else, quick, I'm gonna cry. Right, real quick, guys. Um, <laughs> right. If you're listening, by, if you're listening online or by phone, I mean, you've got. We want to hear from you guys. So um, make sure you call in um, and tell us your um, favorite story or your favorite memory of your mother. Uh, the number is 929-477-2304. That's 929-477-2304. And press 1 and that lets us know that you want to, you have a question or you have a comment. 929-477-2304. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh. I think it's one of y'all time. Yes, it is. The men. The men. Cousin, go ahead. Listen to me, cousin. Rashad, tell me. Right. Tell me your mama's story. Well, um, my mama's jazzy. She real jazzy. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) My mama's mama's like that person that come in the room, and when she come in, like, you be like, who is that? That my mom, you know what I mean? She demands <laughs> attention when she come in without saying a word. Like she just always has been that way. Um, a lot of times, you know, when you like to me, I, I can only speak to me. Like when I feel like I want to see what power looks like or what like you know being a boss would be like or you know living the for real dream that you may have dreamed, like not letting anybody get in the way. I think of my mom. Like, my mom did everything to me that I believe she wanted to do. Like, I don't know her for real dreams and aspirations, but if I was to dream, I can guarantee you I would have dreamed what my mama got. So, man, she's the truth to me. She, like, she worked hard. She bust her butt. I mean, I saw her go above and beyond when, you know, nobody else was there. It was her. You know what I mean? I Man, she's awesome. Like, and then what would I look up to, or what do I like the most? 
is that like now she has me to where it's like it's a, a, a kid under a Christmas tree because we get these family um like those family messages that I send out every morning. Those aren't me, so please stop saying that Rashad is trying to be a preacher. He ain't. Rashad don't want to get behind nobody's pulpit. I just want to share with y'all what I get shared in the morning because ain't nothing better than going to a place that you hate work and having a good, you know what I mean, start. Like, get you some good food going in anywhere. And I mean, you might like your job, but I know all of us, all of us would rather own ourselves than go sit in anybody's building and do anything. Like, if we could wake up every morning and do us 100%, like, our dream, I'm sure we'd all walk out the building today, yesterday even. So in that, you know, like I said, she empowers me to believe that that can be done. So that's my mama. Some of y'all know her, some of you don't. But I I, I would say take the time and get to know her. Talk to her. She will talk to you. She definitely will. And she got a lot of great connections. She know a lot of people. Talk to her. She's a great woman. I want to meet your mama. I agree. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. She's been on point with her messages. I yeah. agree. All right, when it's your turn. Give us your right. mama so, story. Man, so my, I'm gonna give you an adult one. So I've, as you know, you got I think probably my most memorable recent mother story. I got a bunch of. I tell you guys the. I tell you guys my favorite one all the time, so this would probably be my my favorite one. My favorite one, for those of y'all who don't know, is that growing up every day, my mother would either take us to school or before we left the house, she would say something every day, the same thing to us every day. And, um, and I used to just, like, throw it out the window until I actually got in college. Um, and that same thing she used to say used to come to me. She would say every day, uh, don't forget who you are. You are a child of the Most High God and you're a Byron. And that is the most, uh, that's the biggest memory I have of her because even in times when I have struggled or when I struggled or have struggled, that still reverberates in my mind. What you all don't know is all of the, all of this wonderful Bible stuff that I know, um, all of this understanding of all this great wisdom that y'all think I have, that's a lot of that is her that she taught me, and so as a kid, so that's her. But as an adult, let me say my probably my my biggest moment came a couple of years ago when I was maybe this is probably two years ago. I was in a really really bad um, bad place, and I had gone to um, my mother's house. It's now it couldn't have been two years ago, um, maybe almost two years ago. I had gone to my mother's house, and we were. Um, we were barbecuing, and so I had she, had, you know, I was on the grill trying to do my thing, and I was just like had a moment, and of course <clears throat> had a moment meaning I started crying uh, because just being overwhelmed with all the stuff that was happening, and next thing I know I feel somebody behind me just talking to me saying you're going to be okay, you were born to do this, you're gonna be all right. And she just, like, started just in my ear just talking and praying and talking <laughs> and praying. I can literally, in that moment, feel, like, all of my strength coming back. And um, and what she doesn't know is that was literally probably, well, I'm going to say probably, 
but that was probably one of the hardest moments I've had ever in my life. And just her being there and doing that and everything that she said just kind of, yeah, that kind of pulled me out. And so that's kind of, and, and our relationship is such that, like, I can tell, we can tell um, how each other's doing without even talking. We have, like, this telekinesis mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's, in, uh, she's in Chicago, I'm in Michigan, or even when I was in college, I'm in Oklahoma, and she's in Chicago, and I just get a feeling. And I'm like, what's wrong with you today? She's like, nothing, I'm good. You lied, something wrong. Well, how do you know? Right, what's like, wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, what's yep. wrong? And she can do the same, and she does the same to me. What's wrong? You all right today? Yeah, I'm good. No, you're not. What's wrong? And that's just how we do each other. So, I mean, my mother has literally um, been there. Yeah, been there. And I'm talking about, just like Rashad was talking about with Miss Jeannie, I mean, I remember um, <laughs> some of the other things. She and I also have some of the same learning styles. Uh, my sister and my father have the same, a similar learning style. I mean, my mother have a similar learning style. Uh, where I don't I don't um, comprehend things very easily when I read. Some of those people have to read things over and over for me to get them. And so I remember growing up when my mother decided she wanted to go back to nursing school, uh, and how she would sit there till like two, three. I would literally see my mother studying. Like she would go to bed, we would go to bed, and she was sitting at that desk studying, and we would wake up in the morning. And she would still, actually, no, let me, she would be just waking up from sleeping some mornings, you know, um, studying and just watching her labor and get through nursing school was just an accomplishment. So, um, yeah, man, she's, she's, that's my girl. And, um, yeah, okay, I'm going to stop, I'm about to start crying now, too. Anyway, huh. Oh, we got to hear it. Yeah, when you started about it in your ear, I got goosebumps. I was like, "Oh, that's that mama right there, boy. That's that mama. No, you, you, you gonna move these mountains?" <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Okay, that's enough. I'm okay. Ooh, stop. I'm good. My mother also was very. Listen, so Rashad also tell you, my mother was also pretty handy with a belt too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Remember she used to give us man. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Oh. How I say anyway. you got me the worst one from her. Well that's your stand in the watch. You did that to your Ain't nobody tell you to go tell it. Yeah, you the one saying it. You the one. Nobody tell you to go tell them. Well, if somebody say go ask your mama, and you say okay, I'm gonna go. That ask ain't them. what I said. You gotta say it the way I said it, cause I said it like a player. That's why you didn't ask Cause I said it like a player. We were having our little roast back and forth, and he said something to me, and I said something back to him. He said something back to me, and my final words was, you know what? Them call me cat daddy. Ask your mama why. And I walked away. And you told your mama. I went out of my life. I got beat in my said, life. I said, hey, mama, why they call Rashad Cat Daddy? <laughs> 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 Sadly enough, to this day, I 
I still say that. Them call me cat daddy. <laughs> Ask your mama Oh, my why. gosh. <laughs> Ask your mama why. <laughs> you there. Some one too many grown folk conversations. That's all they were. <laughs> Just having to say how, like that. How old are you? <laughs> We had to be, we wasn't no older than what? We were still in Maywood then, so we was about nine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I know she got you. Mm. Oh, yeah. Nine. Oh, boy. She oh, yeah. said we going to get this in the bird right now. still sold real meat. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I got wore out that my day. Was, my mother was one of them, don't uh, take your pants down because them pants didn't do nothing wrong. She was one of them. I ain't be, I ain't whooping the pants. Didn't do nothing wrong. Oh, she was, she was a biscuit. Woo. She was working. Yeah. Oh my God. That made me think about, uh, <laughs> well, a funny story about my nephews. My, uh, when I was younger, I had about, it was probably about six of them then. About six grandkids. And so the boys was eight. The boys would come down. It was six of the boys and two girls. They would always, they would just always be doing something. So I think they heard doing the butt, and so Ooh. we were like at, <laughs> it was like at Christmas or something. It was it was like the whole family there, and you know that we was like, oh, that's cute because they was probably elementary age, and so they like, uh, Kelly got a big old butt. You know they doing that, mm-hmm. and I, all I heard was Granny. And I knew they was gonna do it. We were trying to stop them. <laughs> like, ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nigga. Oh, my mama got off that stove. Yeah, it was it was mm-hmm. funny and sad on that on that Christmas. <laughs> the same time. <laughs> yep, I have a I have a doing the butt story too. That's why I was like, oh yeah, when you said that. <laughs> I guess that song got a lot of little babies in trouble. Uh, my grandma Dodie and my mother, we were back in Oakland, and I was still probably, I was maybe two years old, maybe two. And um, my mom, that song was popular back then. That was probably 86 then. So that that song was still, I guess, popping around that time. And my mom um, would play it when she was cleaning up, so I knew the song. So my grandma Dodie and my mom were sitting there chilling, hanging out, and the song is on, and I lean over and... In all honesty, my grandma Dodie did have a big old butt, but I decided to throw her name <laughs> in the song as we sing it. You know, we're going around and doing the thing. I said, Grandma Dodie got the big old butt. Oh, yeah. I see that. Oh, mama said, girl, she said, my face dropped, my eyes dropped. And Grandma Dodie said, what you got, my baby? <laughs> and I'm looking there, and I'm just jamming. I'm still rocking out because I don't know. I didn't say Grandma Dodie got a big old bed. Something's wrong with it. Cause me and my mama been singing Grandma Dodie got a big old. <laughs> yeah. We were singing when it was just us. So, <laughs> so the fact that I'm saying what I, we normally say, she was like, oh, my God. That was what I was just supposed to say. So to this day, she still tells people, my grandma Dodie got a big old butt song, because I sure did throw her name right on in there, like we used to do. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Funny. That song got all kind of babies in trouble, boy. <laughs> but the cat that he asked your mama, oh, Lord. Yeah, now that, was, that was good. Y'all yeah. gonna tell y'all. Cat, cat. Man, stop. Y'all gonna give me a whooping when I go home. Y'all gonna make her remember it, and she gonna tell me that I ain't too old to get my butt beat. <laughs> yeah, how old is seven? I don't care. I can't. 
So again, if you got, got a lot story, of mama. if you've got a story about your um, your mother, again, you can still call in at nine two nine four seven seven two three zero four nine two nine four seven seven two three zero four and press the number one. Yeah, we've got. Uh, oh my goodness! Yeah, we we had a ton. Oh my god, a ton of stories. Which I remember that time when. Uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> We was at the game and they was trying with the hot dogs and they was trying and we they was trying to tell us not to get the hot dogs. Man, and they was trying. We was, I think we probably had to been like seven or eight. And they was Bro. like, "Don't get the the blue jays game." Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then like, bro, come on, man. All the time, back and forth, like the baseball bat incident. They don't let me in be a Winfrey Burns. I almost took him out, y'all, over soft baseball. Ah, man, we was angry little individuals. Casualties, because, like, mm-hmm. honestly, it seemed like we was hanging out with each other all the time. Like, what you want to do to me? Really? Yeah, really. Because I want to say the last while that was the... East St. Louis, and baseball season was getting ready to start, and I was just out in East St. Louis doing East St. Louis with my pops. Then a phone call that I don't even get phone calls out here, but a phone call came through. WD on the phone, telling me, "Hey man, baseball starting a week. You coming back or not?" This is before or not. It was still or not. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> right, I'm coming back. So I comes back, right? Man, let me tell you. From then on, I want to say, I see Gina. She is in the mix. Because, like, my mom wanted to do job. So if we was at baseball or couldn't get picked up, B Mama was there on the drop of the dime all the time. All the time. And if it was, like, sports-related, of course, Pops was there because he wasn't letting us ride out alone. But, you know, anything mm-hmm. else, like, before the van, that's a whole nother show. Yeah, we haven't <laughs> talked about the van. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but before the van, we got parental drop-offs, like, to the point where we used to sharpen our tools just by going to the mall to play the numbers game every Saturday. And make sure yeah. that you wasn't scared of girls in case we don't get to hang out with each other the rest of our lives. Neither one of us can be scared of no girls. That, that was mm-hmm. not going to be allowed. We went to the mall and we're going to play the numbers game solid before cell phones so them numbers got to be real because you know what people's numbers look right. like. You can't come up with no fakeness. Yeah. Like, nah, bruh. Nah, that, yeah, that's fake. Five, five, Clearly five, fake. Yeah, like, no 555, five, five, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, man, like, back and forth, back and forth, trading them off, like, you know, not, like, trading them off like that. But, you know, his mom and my mom were there for us, like, all the time, like, all yeah. the time, man. Peas in the pot. Yep. And it yep. all started from the Lord at Broadview Baptist. Hallelujah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm about to say, which brings me to right. another subject. It could be a lot of harmony <laughs> if folks will unite in one building. I ain't saying church. I'm just saying unite in one building. But folks act like harmony starts at home alone, and it don't. It starts in a group. You get that group together. Let's start building, folks. Stop playing. If you think about it, there's a lot of smiling going on with his kids, and that's because our parents got along. We need to get it back to that. When the last time you heard somebody say it's a fish fry going on? Stuff like that don't go on no more. We wonder why stuff is wrong. It's very simple, but we choose to look over it. I don't know if that tie in or not, but I felt like I just had to get that off real fast. Well, I mean, but what, you know, y'all better remember them fish fries. What'd you say, Kel? Yeah. I said, well, when the baby started having babies, you know, you kind of lost that. It, it lost, you lost a little bit of that, that, um, that sense of responsibility and sharing the responsibility because they weren't mature. So if that's, the, if that's what the mothers are now. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to keep that to going. where we are. Mm-hmm. We need to put a right. pin in that one. Right. Yeah. No so what um uh, so what is so uh what's his name? Jenner. Is he gonna get a Mother's Day gift? No, I'm just gonna celebrate no, Father's no, Day. No, no. We're not doing this. We got Sicily in five minutes. We're not gonna do this, Kel, no ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> If anybody had an answer before the show, at the end of the show, call in. Let me know. <laughs> it was is Caitlyn here to celebrate Mother's Day, or does he still celebrate Father's Day? I don't keep up oh, with God. the Kardashians. I know some of y'all out there keeping up with the Kardashians. Let me know what Caitlyn is doing on Mother's Day. Oh, that a quarter question. That's either heads or tails. You got my shoulders shaking. I mean, like if you flip a coin, if it drop on the top, is it not head? If it drop on the bottom, is it not tails? At the end of the day, is it still not a quarter? That. Uh, I don't know what the uh, that person is happy with themselves, who made themselves happy with themselves, probably enjoys both days because they have. Kids as a son, as a father, and they have kids as a mother. Oh, yeah, Lord. like that. <laughs> On that note, update, just greedy, just greedy, <laughs> just greedy, right? Oh. You just want all of it. All, all, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to be. Well, on that very here, controversial man. note, we're gonna go ahead and slide into our last song of the evening. It was one of our favorites. Hmm. Jesus song, yeah. Is it turn up time? Yes, it's turn up time. Turn up time. We uh, are going I'm to turn up. Around. Around. I'm already doing my peacock Chris, 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 I'm ready whenever you want. I'm about to say, that's not what we're doing. I just embarrassed okay. myself. All right. So we're going to go ahead and drop this song before we get into our passion talk. And we are going to do uh, Detroit Kill B with Chris Brown. That's why 
Look MC look puzzled, he bulletproof in the club. Outside leaking in puddle, patrol now hundred proof. Take a shout for the struggle, pour some liquor for doggy, pour a shout out for proof. Illustrated and demonstrated, these lyrics is clarified. You think he a he got some heart, he a testified. Tell him you and your man's how you moving them grams. No Pastor Troy, we doing numbers, call that Billy Graham. They infected with fake hustle, they moving that spam. Got the ham and the chicken, got the in the kitchen, washing pots in the dishes. Don't see the mission until they stuck in submission. Power moves the position, autopilot on this. Intuition, they fishing. Jim Brown, not Chris. I'm in Virginia with this. Work, 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 dancing out the pot. Chris Brown. It's all up on my. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. By the pocket. Chris Brown. I'm all up in your city with that Chris Brown. Stay strapped like CPL, nigga. I'm legal. Pop tops like Pringles. Whipping up in the Regal. Ain't a bean pop, I spit the truth like Seagull. I don't f with them kitties with two. They ain't legal. Cashed out them hundreds for ones. I'm throwing singles. Strip club raining. Hurricane of Katrina. Wing maxed out. We stay platinum like Visa. Ball cheese like Cheetos. Running faster than Cheetos. Come show with the cheese. I'm Danny DeVito. Guns on the hip. They Calling me Max Payne, eyes turn red, I blank out like Max Payne. Work, 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 dancing out the pot. Chris Brown, Chris Brown. it's all up on my coat. Chris Brown, Chris Brown, bitch up out of pocket. Chris Brown, Chris Brown, I'm all up in your city with that Chris Brown. Detroit Kill B with Chris Brown, our official jam. <laughs> that is the official party party song for the Scoop Squad. Um, so what we are getting ready to do now is get into one of our most favorite 
segments that we offer, which is our passion talk with uh, Miss Cicely. And I must say, if you have never experienced our passion talk, you are in for a sincere treat. She is going to bring you the real, she is going to bring you the raw, and she is going to bring you refreshing. So get ready for passion talk with Cicely Victoria. Hi, Bo. Hey, 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 my scoop squad. All right. <laughs> Hello, All right. how we doing, my beautiful people? Hi, on girl. tonight. <laughs> Yes, hey, everyone. Hey, hello, 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 my squad, my family. I love you, love you, love you. Kila, I am just loving that um, intro over there, bringing you the real, the raw, the refreshing. <laughs> yes, I'm honey. You got to tell the people. Let them you know. Can have that. You can Let have them that. know. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. And you know what? Just on a side note, it's so crazy that you just mentioned that because a friend of mine had an opportunity to go. Um, see Lecrae at concert along with uh, Jonathan McReynolds recently. Unfortunately, Lecrae wasn't there. But in any case, um, Lecrae was supposed oh. to be there, right? And they was like, oh, right, okay, well, I'm sorry, I just released that. But that's all right, they knew he wasn't coming. So, um, but anyway, I had described Lecrae's music as raw, uh, righteous, and relevant. And so that's like right. so wild that you just said that because he's like one of my favorite artists and you uh, use similar adjectives to describe me. So I am honored. I am honored. Hello, everyone. Yes. Thank you, Queen. Hello, everyone. I'm mm-hmm. Scoop Nation. Welcome to Passion Talk on today. I am Cicely Victoria, owner and founder of Passion International. My business tree is to help train and equip people to find their voice of identity so they can stop people pleasing and be empowered, encourage confidence, and communication. I'm a certified professional coach. I'm a counselor as well, you guys. And I set people's lives on fire for a living, and that's why they call me the fire starter. I am your queen of empowerment here today on your Passion Talk, where we give you practical tools for everyday living so you can press into your personal power. So let's go for it. I'm going to open up today. Um, a two-part series. We'll do half today, half one next week. Um, with a very sobering topic, you guys. So I want everyone in Scoop Nation um, just, you know, give a listening ear, take good notes, and apply this, okay? You guys are going to work. Everybody's going to have life work in this because all of us, including me, can stand to increase in this area to do better here. And the topic for tonight is how to increase your awareness, how to increase your awareness. How I was inspired by this, I am a, like, self-proclaimed queen of awareness. <laughs> I'm really going myself there because it is such a vitally important subject and um, consciousness and area for me. It really is. Um, we talk about, you know, the importance of staying awake, staying alert, being sober, right? The word calls it being vigilant, uh, walking circumspectly. That means carefully, um, cautiously in your age, okay? So all of these things, um, you know, are connected to our awareness, but unfortunately today we live in an age, I believe, uh, with the age of information and inundation, with technology, with rapid, you know, activity all of the time, 24-7, 365, that never goes off, that sometimes our awareness or our attentiveness or our keenness can be lulled to sleep 
can be lulled to sleep. And so what ends up happening as we end up uh, being the most uh, highest beings, I would say, walking this earth, we we roam around, walk around sometimes as living dead people, as I like to call it as the walking dead. And so I don't believe that that should be named amongst us. Okay. We all can have a greater skill in our awareness building in our keenness and our attentiveness. It takes my favorite word, intentionality. You have to do it on purpose. You will not look up upon awareness. You will not accident up upon it. You just won't. You have to do it on purpose and, but you, you can pay greater attention. Okay. Please know that. So there are some ways in which you can do that. If Firestarter is going to give you some of those ways so you can do your life work on this week in it, okay? Number one, um, you have to be a person that is filled with compassion and selflessness. You have to be a person that is filled with compassion and selflessness. Now, um, this, again, okay, has to be worked on, worked towards, because, you know, humans, it's been said, are inherently selfish, meaning by design. Our design basically is more so to defend and protect our own, okay, in our territory, and really not to give way and yield. Humans are the the best um, creatures in yielding anything. We're not. So it just has to be practiced with intentionality that you can be selfless in a space, okay, and you can be filled with compassion. Um, that word compassion is this. You know, it's a broad term. I talk with my clients about it a lot, and we all hear the word, but sometimes we don't know what that definition means or what it looks like. So I'm going to help out tonight. Compassion is a feeling of deep sympathy or sorrow for another who is stricken by misfortune, accompanied with a strong desire to alleviate the suffering. Please recognize the connection. It is not just seeing a need and saying like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm so sorry. That's so pitiful right? Oh, I wish that wasn't happening. And then you just go on about your way knowing that you possess a power within you or a strength or a capacity within you to do something about the ill and you walk by and you do nothing, okay? You did not demonstrate compassion there. You might have shown pity for a situation, but you did not demonstrate compassion. I like to define compassion as love in action, love in action. It's not just love, okay? Love within itself um, can sometimes uh, be very um, be very uh, just paralyzed, you know, it's like a feeling, like an emotion, but that's not compassion. Compassion is a, a, it's a movement, Okay, compassion is an action. You you demonstrate it. You can actually see it, okay? Because it's an abstract now, you only know it's compassion when you see it happening. So it's a demonstration, okay? And that's when you know it's existing. So when you are giving food to the homeless, when you are serving in a soup kitchen, when you are giving um, money to the homeless, when you are, you know, aiding um, and assisting, um, you know, anyone in need, when you're going to um, the aid of a friend who might have lost a loved one when you are um, being a foster parent, okay, taking on children that are not your own, when you have adoption, things of this nature, 
that's compassion, okay? Things that you don't have to do, but you go over and above the call of duty to make it happen, that's compassion. And so we need to have that in our society more in order to have a greater sense of awareness and keenness about ourselves. When you demonstrate compassion, it trains others to do the same when you when they see your love in action. See, we don't understand the power that we have even when we do our part, there are others that are looking on to see act in uh, in play because uh, more than likely it's not going to be common and they see this thing and there's something awakens within them and say, oh, my goodness, like, that's that's pretty dope. That was a great act. You know what I'm saying? That that was beautiful to do. And then what happens? It inspires them to go on about their life to do the same. So that's how it works, okay? We have to pay it forward. Some of the um, synonyms for compassion, you know, I love words. I'm a wordsmith, so it's consideration. Consideration, we're going to talk more about that um, later. Empathy, empathy, fellow feeling. I love that one. A fellow feeling, I bear your humanity, okay? Humans are interconnected. We're not independent of each other. We are interdependent of each other. And the more that we recognize that, the greater our land will be. We're going to talk about that uh, later on in the segment. Uh, Grace, it's heart, it's humaneness, it's humanity, it's kindness, it's mercy, it's soft-heartedness, it's softness. So you got to be filled with compassion. That is number one in order to be more aware. Please practice selflessness more so in this week, okay? That is your life work. Number two, you'll need to respond quickly to a need. Okay, so now when you are inspired to be compassionate and you see the need and you see that you have the capacity to do something, even a little something, okay, nobody asks you to solve the whole ill, but if you can do your part, if you can plant a seed there, you have to respond quickly to it because let me tell you something, as quickly as that inspiration came, it's as quickly as it can leave you, okay, once a distraction comes. So you need to follow your first mind when it comes to doing good. But please hear this. When you see an opportunity to do good, don't think about it. Cause your feet to move, okay, because you could be the intervention. You could be the angel that someone needs in that um, space and time um, that was sent specifically there at that time and that place. So don't hesitate. Please move. Do whatever you can when it's in your power to do so, okay? Number three, in order to increase your awareness. For those who are believers or God-sensitive or spiritual, you have to tune your ear into God. Tune your ear into God, okay? That's number three. Um, This is also called discernment, okay? Discernment um, is in the world or in secular society may be called intuition, uh, consciousness, whatever it is that you refer to. Every human has this, this capacity. You don't have to be saved in order to have discernment, okay? Everyone has a capacity or a sensing uh, within them, uh, a capacity to be intuitive, to, to have a knower, okay? It's your inner knowing, all right, this word discernment, um, by definition, is discrimination in a good way. To discriminate means to be able to, to decipher, to distinguish, to separate, okay? That's discrimination. I know we know about it in a negative um, connotation, but discrimination also means to separate from the rest, okay? And so that word discernment also means acuteness of judgment. I love that. Acuteness being keen to judge wisely to see properly, 
to to recognize uh, and understand righteously. Okay, so that's why it's so um, so important that we not judge books by their cover all of the time. Right, you got to be discerning to see beyond what you see. Okay, in order to know what really lies there sometimes. Some of the words that are synonymous to discernment is being cunning, being crafty, okay, um, farsightedness, good taste, I like that, to grasp, it's, it's guile, uh, it's ingen- uh, ingenuity, it's insight, it's intellect, it's intelligence, it's intuition. And those are going to come up um, later on as well. But I love this. I want you all to capture this. Smith Wigglesworth, one of my um, favorite preachers of uh, all of time, <laughs> says, and I can't say like current day because he's really old and, you know, it was like from 18th century or something like that. But he says in his book on the anointing that the longer you take to obey God, the devil's job is to make sure you never do it. So, that is why you have to obey quickly, and that's why you got to tune your ear into God. I'll say it again. The longer you take to obey God when he gives you an instruction, it is the devil's job to make sure you never do it. So that is why it is important, vitally important, that you, you train yourself to obey as quickly as possible. Okay, obedience is your friend. I know we call it, we make it seem like a curse word sometimes, but it is there to protect you. It is there to guard you. It is there to preserve your life. And lastly, everyone, a way in which you can increase your awareness, lastly for tonight's segment, one of my favorites, oh, my Lord, it is why I live. It is my profession. It is what I do all day long, personally and professionally, is listen to people. Hmm. Hear me. Listen to people. Okay? So this is where we got this twisted. Many people... They don't listen, okay? They they use the appendages that's on their face, on the side of, you know what I'm saying, the back side of their jawbone or whatever you call it, ears, right? But it's not necessarily called listening. Listening is a skill. You can hear sound, okay? And that's our one of our five senses is hearing. Listening is the skill, okay? And so you need to train yourself to listen. So most people think they're listening when they're really hearing, okay? I mean, really, when they're really just hearing to respond. Please hear me. When somebody, train yourself, okay, this is life work. When somebody's going to have a conversation with you this week, they need your ear. They need you to listen to them. I want you to purpose to listen to hear them and only hear what they're saying. And don't put your, shut your mind off. Don't listen to respond to what your feedback is going to be, to what your retort is going to be. Let it come up naturally, okay? But I don't want you to get your play-by-play in mind, especially if it's a controversial topic, especially if it's something that's conflictual, okay? That is when we really are prone to get defensive. So please, okay, you have to tune in and practice your listening skills. Be intuitive enough to even hear what is not being said. It's called the backstory, right? Listen to the tone, all right? All of that is speaking. Watch the nonverbal language. Nonverbal language is more profound and pronounced than verbal language. Know this, people. Words have an energy. It's life or death, right? The word says it's in the power of your tongue. That's the energy it carries. It carries vibration. So you got to pay attention to what is being communicated through the words, all right? So, again, 
for your life work this week in order to increase our awareness. Number one, we're going to be filled with compassion and selflessness. Do something for someone else for a change. How about that? Number two, we're going to respond quickly to a need. Number three, you're going to amp up your discernment, and you're going to tune your ear into God and obey, uh, seek to obey quickly. And then number four, you're going to listen to people. Listen to hear. Don't listen to respond. Questions, comments, or concerns? You always save the best for last. I love it. Said, listen, <laughs> listen to listen. <clears throat> What'd you say, when? Can you give them one more time so I can make sure I got it right? Oh yes, because you know we got to help yeah, Win out tight. in this, right? You know he needs the tight. help yeah. of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> okay, well, we got number one. We're filled with because you know I'm going to correct him on Facebook later. That's why he's trying to avoid yeah. the whooping. So yep. number one, exactly. <laughs> number one, be filled with compassion. Number one, be filled with compassion and selflessness. Are you listening? See what I'm trying to do good. You know what I'm saying? Evil is always present, isn't it? (laughs) 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 Wow. Number one, one, be filled with compassion and selflessness. That's number one. Number two is to respond quickly to a need. Respond quickly to a need. Don't hesitate. Move and do something when they say your power to do it. Number three is to tune your ear into God. That's discernment. Increase your discernment coupled with obedience, right? And number four is to listen to people. Listen to people. What is being said and not being said, basically. You got it? Got it. I knew you would. <laughs> when mm-hmm. when for for president, I vote for him. How about you? You said what well, now? And you got my number right. Oh, he is winning. He is winning. Yes, pun mm-hmm. intended. Pun remind intended. Was well, remind me to tell you about the text message I got about you earlier. By the way, remind me to tell you about that later. Oh. And Scoop Nation, you know I love you so much. If there are no questions or comments um, or or concerns um, from anyone who is in the queue or anything of that nature, feel free to hit me up on um, Facebook. Uh, like my page on Passion International. Um, you can uh, co- converse with me there. Cicely uh, Victoria Wilson on Facebook. You can hit me up there. Uh, NotSoPublic.com. Check me out in the people section. And, uh, yeah, more books coming soon and, and more high fire. Uh, part two or next week with how to increase your awareness. I really want you to do this work, you guys, okay? This will set your life on fire. It will in a whole new way, okay? And your life will open up so much more if you know that you have been dull of heart, Doing these simple things will help to light your fire, get your pilot lit again. All right. So until next time, stay in purpose, stay in power, stay in passion, and stay on fire before Winifred kick my butt. Okay. Love y'all. I'm out. <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Definitely. I, I always bring in the hot stuff, so we appreciate you. All right. So I guess we are. Time to say goodbye. 
Now this yeah. has actually been a really good show, and um, so let's go ahead and do. We got three minutes, so we're gonna go ahead and do our um, final thoughts. So let's go ahead and kick it off. As always, keep it petty. Ain't nothing like laughing. Laughing is a great exercise. Just go on and crack a good joke every once in a while. Get your laugh on. Make somebody else laugh. I promise it goes a long way. Miss Kelly Johnson. Um, I forgot to mention that Curvy uh, Kitten is sponsoring a youth conference for young girls ages 7 to 12. Uh, search Curvy Kitten Clothing. On all social media, you will find links to sign a young girl up or donate a ticket to a young girl. Um, and as always, I had a good time, and have a great week. Kayla Willis. Um, enjoy your mommies this weekend. If you do not have a mommy to enjoy, find someone who you um, admire, who has moved in your life, that has spoken into you, and that needs somebody to love on them. Everybody should have something going on this Sunday to pour love, give love. And if you need to be by yourself, know that we are sending you good vibes, too. So sending all love to the mommies for Mother's Day. Definitely. I also want to say thank you. I want to also send love to those who don't, who, like I said, whose mothers are uh, no longer mm-hmm. here. And I know that can be a very difficult time. Say thank you. Also, I want to say thanks to everybody who tuned in tonight. Uh, you guys are awesome. To our callers, thank you. To our my co-host, y'all are true. Thank you very much. And of course, I want to say happy Mother's Day to every mother, especially my mother, who I believe is the greatest mother ever. So um, thank you to all of you all. Have a good week. Please do what you can to celebrate your mother and love on them while you have an opportunity. And again, like I said, have a good rest of your week. Don't forget tomorrow, burn on Wednesday with Pastor Burns. Thursday, the Queen Conversations. Monday, don't forget, there is um, um, the Summer Cafe with Tana Reed. So I will see you all later. Don't forget to download your copy of Legal Exposure. Go get your Elegance by Design. Go get your Ready Big Man. Go get your Turvy Kitten. Let's go ahead and, and ball out. <laughs> all right. I'm going to talk to you all later. <laughs> have a good rest of your week, and we will see you. Uh, we'll see you next Tuesday for another great show. I don't know what we're talking about next week, but I can promise you it's going to be a good show. So tune in. All right. Mm-hmm. Have a good night. Thank y'all, and God bless. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.